bless your wonderful name lord we bless your name praise your wonderful name amen you may be seated amen 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 it's so good to be in the house of the lord and it's not just a feeling but it's the assurance that comes from from god himself the Holy Ghost is in our midst and we have a certainty that as he leads and as we follow the results are going to be just tremendous we have been having some beautiful wonderful clear and encouraging lessons in from the Word of God from our pastor and uh, we are living in very crucial times it's very very crucial the world lies in darkness and they are going in a wrong direction but Jesus said I am the light of the world and uh, we can as we come under his direction and his canopy it's uh, it, there's safety there I know what where I'm going I know what the Word of God uh, has uh, said we have had directions in this assembly over and over and over again in so many areas that we need it and today as uh, I'm standing here before you and as we blend together let's not forget these lessons that we have been receiving and uh, that lesson uh, that we had last Wednesday about uh, Israel leaving Egypt you know they were the children of God and for a long time 400 years being in one location they they became Egyptians by their thinking they became Egyptians by their uh, most of them by by what was around them you know and uh, the children some were born they were born grandchildren and uh, you see what mom did and you follow and you see what dad did and and they could always look back and said uh, I, I my grandparents did that and uh, so on but you know God has always had a voice he has always raised up someone when he's going to make a move he allows things and uh, to, pers uh, to, to, to continue for a limited time but when he makes that move we must follow and he makes it very plain but most of the time the one that God has chosen individuals don't want to pay any attention to them but that doesn't stop God from uh, speaking mm -hmm. and uh, when he speaks he, he, he gives direction and God um, raised up Moses and we see that uh, initially in the land of Egypt uh, he, he, he left uh, <coughs> it was time to move on but he took things in his own hands he saw a, an Egyptian uh, beating up uh, an Israeli and he killed him uh, and uh, the Egyptian the Israeli uh, thought well oh, 
uh, he wouldn't he was so ungrateful but God was moving in it all and Moses had to flee away and and all of what those training that he had he was in line to become the next Pharaoh but all of that training could not be used for the work of God and God took him over into Goshen into this land and uh, for 40 years he was worked on and when it was all over with God could use him and he was sent back to Egypt today we are living in what the world called progress but this is Egypt this is darkness the scripture says the whole world lieth in darkness mm -hmm. but Moses was raised up and uh, is Egypt was the most powerful nation at that time and uh, like America today is the most powerful nation on the earth but there we can look around and see other nations are getting armed and uh, and getting uh, military strong but the Word of God does tell us that uh, the nations are to prepare for a certain time and it's called uh, the uh, the end of this age and uh, they are preparing uh, nuclear bombs and uh, greater than all but not only that in every avenue that you can look at in the political realm in the in the financial realm you name it in the sports arenas every area the religious areas there is no direction things is going haywire but I thank God that God still has a voice and uh, in, uh, in, uh, in the prophet's uh, days, holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. We saw Isaiah. God told him what to say. And he never lived to see a lot of what he prophesied. Mm -hmm. But we are living in that time. We are living at the close of the age. And... Uh, and it's no secret for us. I consider myself very privileged to have this understanding mm -hmm. of what's happening around. I, I, don't, I am not worried. I am not worried at all. But I bless God that uh, he has enabled me and I can also share and enlighten some of our brethren that are, that are around. And I thank God for Brother saying that God has placed here and we are not short of the precious word of God. You know, Egypt had many gods. And uh, somebody say, oh, they were just images and uh, so on. But I'll tell you what, it's more than just images. The God of this world, Lucifer, Satan, has blinded the minds of uh, that element at that, that time and he has not stopped the eyes of the religious leaders are blinded today Christianity right now is splintered in so many areas this one say that I am I am seven day Adventist and I'm Pentecostal and you and even every one of them is splintered but uh, Jesus prayed 
And he said, Father, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And, uh, and I thank God that as we are here, and Jesus again said, All that the Father hath given me will come unto me, and I will raise him up at the last day. And uh, for us to be in here, God has drawn us here. And God has drawn every one of us. We could be at the stadium tonight. You could be at the theater. We could be minding our own business, so to speak. But God has said, touch us and, uh, and uh, cause us to come here in the house of God. Not only just the feeling, feeling his presence. When we experience that in, in our lives, in this place. But uh, to know what's going to happen. And uh, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and that Jesus has come to set the prisoners free we were all the whole world was imprisoned but I Jesus came to set the prisoners free and at the appointed time he came and at the right time he went into that synagogue and he took the book and he read the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he sat down and he had gracious words. But the individuals in that synagogue they were blind. They, could, they heard words, but all they could see was a man that, was, uh, that grew up amongst them. And uh, all they could say, well, oh, is not this Joseph's uh, son? He was the son of God. He still is the son of God. And uh, they could not receive the message that he was, uh, could not receive the prophecy that was being fulfilled right there and they they try to kill him right there instead of receiving what God has and uh, you ask them who are you they said oh we are not Gentiles we are the children of God but today it's the very same True. you ask any religious any church going person if you're if you're a child of God and they'll say yes but when the word of God uh, is opened up it makes a big difference. Yes. I've seen battles. Even the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah, for centuries. Anyone that would not say Hail Mary. Mother of God. God don't have a mother. <clears throat> and anyone that would not uh, follow their precepts. For years. It's estimated over 60 million saints of God. That would not follow their routine were martyred but uh, I thank God that they, they, these saints they never die in vain uh, these are these have given their lives for the truth and Jesus said if I go I will come again and I will raise you up 
at the last day and the last day is approaching it's a very harsh time that we are living in but looking back in the Word of God we see that in spite of so many that leaders that were blind blind leaders leading blind congregations mm -hmm. there were still elements that held on to the truth of the Word of God the leaders when they strayed they would not follow them my mind reflects back on Zacharias and Elizabeth and uh, God talked to them they were in apostasy apostasy was all around them but they were in contact with God and God sent them a messenger and a messenger uh, uh, Gabriel came to them from God and delivered the message they were old people but there is no no nothing short from God he can use anyone he chooses whoever he raises up he can use them and he does use them and the job that they are assigned to do is accomplished as he strengthened them and Zechariah could not believe what uh, what what was told him but uh, but the angel Gabriel said it's going to happen and you're not going to speak another word until this comes to pass and that was John the Baptist and he was born he came and his message was not a lot of shouting or so on and uh, he was not clothed like the normal priesthood uh, would be clothed but uh, but uh, and his uh, meat was completely his, he was looked on as just a wild person but uh, Jesus said he was the greatest the greatest sent from God and his message was repent repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand and today the same message is going forth that we have to repent of all areas in our lives that we hold on to you know when Israel left Egypt they were come, given instructions what to eat who to have to, who to have a company with he said where you're going where you're leaving drop every bit of it that's not me True. where you're going don't you intermarry with them don't don't join them don't follow their way because I am the Lord your, your God Amen. and there is none other because every other gods that were looked up to were, were, were directed by the God of this world and all of them will be destroyed but as they went in as they went in we see Achan saw a lovely looking Babylonish garment and it doesn't matter how good it look or how, uh, how intricate and uh, it looks so attractive my God the God that makes the world and the heavens and the things that are in it when you look at uh, certain areas uh, when I see certain pictures it's lovely God the fine things the, even the little ants the robins 
the elephants, everything, God makes them all. And if whatever he wants us to have, we'll have it in this at this time but greater than all he said if I go I'm coming back and he's going to make all things new warfare will cease some of say I don't believe that well it's going to happen I want to be there to see it I want to be there I know it's coming as certainly as Isaiah said, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. It happened. The angel Gabriel came and he talked to Mary. And he said, The power of the highest is going to overshadow you. And that which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the household of Jacob not for one day or a thousand year but forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end you know Israel for a long time for a long long time they were scattered as a nation but in 1948 that people was gathered together and the United Nation uh, brought them back and put them over in that area and it was not all the land that was promised them. And, but in 1973, there was a war. And 1967, they had the, the war. And each time they fought uh, Egypt, they fought Syria, they fought Jordan. Every time that they fought, they captured back some of what was originally theirs. But greater than all, things are going back. The nations are going to gather against them. And uh, right now, they, they don't recognize Jesus, but the squeeze will be put on them. And, uh, and many today don't recognize the men that God is using, but God is going to squeeze, put the squeeze on them. My God, I give God praise today. Let's not throw away what we're hearing. Let's not throw it away. But every brother, every sister that is holding on to this truth, some of them may have um, a mansion or they may have just a little one room to live in, but that's not the end of it. Behold, I show you a mystery, Paul says. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. You may not have the best thing to put on your your this corruptible body uh, but so what it's going to go sooner away you know many they're decked with gold and jewelry and they said look at us we are beautiful and so on but you know who is really beautiful it's the saint of God that holds the truth that won't give it up but uh, 
so much direction that is given you know after the day of Pentecost we see that uh, they all were together and they were all doing the same thing there was not one person among them starving but whoever had need God blessed them that they had need uh, had uh, enough they sold many sold possessions and the saints of God were comfortable as they worship together as we are here I feel very blessed I'm so glad to be a part of the body of Christ the Apostle Peter says don't don't uh, keep these things in memory don't cast them off it's our life it's our hope it's our confidence right now across the entire globe there whether it be uh, uh, what they called uh, Hindu or uh, all, all, all of these different religions and uh, Christianity and so on Jesus is coming back and change will occur mm -hmm. the nations will have to go up to Jerusalem to learn of the ways of the Lord because God out of Zion shall go forth not what Oxford or Cambridge or any one of these universities has but out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem and uh, it shall cover the entire globe after one year, thousand years there won't be anything left of uh, the adversary he will be locked up the Apostle John says I saw a mighty angel come down from heaven having the key that authority to the bottomless pit that's the systems of the world it's bottomless but we are uh, hope that is on a stead than a solid foundation and that foundation is Jesus Christ and uh, Jesus we are supposed to be built on the foundation and the building that is going up every stone that is in there is directed and molded by God himself and as they put together in Solomon's temple every stone was carved and built and was uh, when they put it it was done outside of the, the, the temple site and somebody say well uh, God it, it's just one spot or the name of certain location where Christianity should be they said oh, oh, oh Vatican City but let me tell you something God has his men and he's molding them and they are giving direction uh, to the saints of God and uh, the, the temple must be measured mm -hmm. not by man's direction the temple must is to be measured wherever we work worship it's measured must be measured as it is measured and put together we are built up into that holy temple mm -hmm. and uh, God's presence can come in there and as his presence come in there bitterness that we have harbored for a long time will be exposed and uh, we're given the opportunity to get rid of it 
He's not going to come and drag it out. But it's uh, a direction. It's there. It's like a man or a woman, a person has a cancer and the doctor find it there. He has the tools. You don't have the tool to really get rid of that cancer. But that doctor does. And he have his stethoscopes and uh, all of what is there to detect all of what needs to be out. And the surgery is performed and you can be in good health again to help your family and, uh, and uh, be, a, be of uh, good faith, goodness to society. We are in a blessed place where the man of God is placed there. Not, he doesn't hate, that doctor don't hate you, but he wants you to be well. The man of God, what he's saying is not to cause you to be cast down, but to be lifted up. To be lifted up. Make the necessary changes. And as the necessary changes are made, I have not seen, neither ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for them that love him. If you love him, you'll keep my commandments. Yes. And uh, it's precious. It's not seen, but my goodness, I want to see it. I'd like all of us sitting here to be there to see the wonderful things that God has in store for us. Amen. 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 Amen.
that was an appropriate song to support Brother John's exhortation tonight. Uh, we have a solid foundation that we're standing on. And the word we um, sounds very personal uh, when we make statements, strong statements we make. We say that we are we're in the body of Christ. And tonight I was, while Brother John was ta exhorting this church, I tried to find the, the places that the early church addressed themselves as the body of Christ. And as you read the Acts of the Apostles, there is nowhere in the Acts of the Apostles that they call themselves the body of Christ. They were called Christians, they were called believers, they were called disciples, uh, but they never took a title and addressed themselves as the body of Christ, even though in reality they were the body of Christ. And what I'm thinking is that when, you know, I made a statement many, many years ago, and I said that if something happens to me and I cease to exist, I die, and when I, before I die, I drop my papers or something on the road, and a prostitute picks up my documents and she goes to the bank, and she say, I come in the name of Desmond Singh. Would she get my money? No. No, because what the bank will do is not what she says. Uh, and she can very emphatically say, I come in the name of Des Desmond Singh, but the bank will like to see her ID. And when they look at her ID, uh, they will discover that she has no right to even say, I come in the name. On the other hand, Sister Chandri might not be able to find those documents, but she can go to the bank um, and she can show her identification and the bank will recognize her. I'm talking about bank like if I've got a lot of money in the bank. But you understand my point. My point is taking a title is something that uh, we can develop such a practice in that we lose the full meaning and the full, the full understanding of what we're calling ourselves. Uh, over in the book of um, over in the book of Jeremiah, and I think I want uh, the prophet Jeremiah made a statement. Let me see if I can find it here. Jeremiah, the seventh chapter, we have a statement here, and he makes some statement. I only have ten minutes to talk to you, so just pay attention to what I have to say. And the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, verse 1, uh, the, word, the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house, and proclaim there this word. Now, one of the things you have to understand is that every one of these prophets, they never lived downtown. A prophet, a priest would 
stay in the temple or close to the temple. Uh, like Zacharias, he was a priest and he would live in the vicinity of the temple or maybe some of them would even live at the temple. But a prophet, a man that had to tell Israel about their evils and when they backslid, he never really uh, stayed in the temple. But he would come and this particular time, the Lord told Jeremiah, he says, go when the church door is open, stand up there in the gate of the temple. And here is what you do. And he says, proclaim this word and say, hear the word of the Lord, all you Judah. And that enter in at these gates to worship the Lord. Now people were coming in, all of Judah were, were coming in, and they were entering into the temple to worship the Lord. And today, it's Saturday, only the Seventh-day Adventists, I think, go to church and Gospel Assembly Church. But tomorrow, a lot of church doors would be open up. And whether it is here, the Assemblies of God, or the Baptists, or the Nazarene, or the Presbyterian, or the Church of God, Pentecostal Church of God, the non-Pentecostal Church of God. Everyone that goes to church tomorrow, if they have a chance to declare their identity, they will say they're in the body of Christ. And this is something that is said so much that we become very light in our impression of saying it. The, the, the big question I'd like to ask, does Christ really see us as his body? What do we, what proof or what identification can we lay forth uh, to the world to let them know that we are his body. When John quoted the scripture in John, the, in Matthew, the fifth chapter, that Jesus said, you're the lights of the world, a city that is set on a hill. And here Jeremiah came on in, and Israel had a practice just like we have. We have the practice that we say, we're the body of Christ. Of course, we're not the only ones. Everybody that goes to church tomorrow claim that they're the body of Christ. But the Lord says, uh, you say this when you stand and the people are coming in to worship God. They're coming in to worship God. And Israel has always done that. When Jeremiah came on the, when Isaiah came on the scene, they were going to the temple and they really give lots of offering and they had a, they had a real good time when they went to the temple. But God saw putrefying sores he saw from the head to the soles of the feet Israel was sick now those are God's people they did all the mechanics of religion and that's why God sent Isaiah the reason why God sent Isaiah was because Israel was in a backslidden state while going to church They could say, we're the Israel of God. We are the circumcision. They matter to God. See, what was in the heart was most important. 
And not only in Isaiah's days, here is Jeremiah. The Lord is sending Jeremiah. He's saying here, Thus saith the Lord. He's speaking now while the people are coming in. Uh, I wonder how many times he repeated this. The man is standing in the gate of the temple. He says, Thus saith the Lord, Amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. In other words, they would be driven out of that place because of their rebellion. And he says, Trust not in lying words. Everybody say lying words. Right. You see, if I say I'm the body of Christ and Christ does not see me as his body, they are lying words. If I'm the body, part of the body of Christ, I will do what Christ dictates. I will not have practices to contaminate the body. That is why it was necessary for me to check and see how many times the early church in the book of Acts called itself the body of Christ. And actually, I did not find anywhere in the Acts of the Apostles, but I found some scriptures. Uh, one scripture in Romans, two in 1 Corinthians, not the body of Christ, but the body. Ephesians 3, 4, and 5, a few verses there, the, the scripture says we are a body, we are one body. You know, and, and Colossians 1, chapter 1, two verses there. And the Lord said, you, you have lying words. What were the lying words that Israel had? Well, it says, trust ye not in lying words, saying the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. You see, they didn't have the word body of the Lord in those days. Their big thing was temple of the Lord. Just like we are saying so much, the body of Christ, the body of Christ, the body of Christ, until it becomes a common description of what we think we are, not necessarily what God thinks we are. It is important that we're not proclaiming lying words. Because if Israel did it, possibility is we can also do it. And he says, trust ye not in thy words, saying the temple, the temple, the temple. Well, there we are not saying the temple, the temple, the temple. We are saying the body, the body, the body. We had a song, a beautiful song that we sang. God brought me to the body. Uh, uh, he, he brought me to the body. You know, like... We make songs to justify our position, but we claim to be the body, but we take on the habits of the body of the beast. You see, the things we practice and the things we do, and when Christmas comes along and Easter comes along and any other pagan celebration comes along, we're involved in putting up Christmas trees and all this paraphernalia that belongs to the beast, we can say we're the body while we're riding hot shot on the beast. Can you see us? Can you see me riding on the beast and says, I'm the body, I'm the body? Well, the Lord told Jeremiah, tell them, it's lying words when they said the temple, the temple, the temple. 
He says, for if you truly, for if you truly, thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if you truly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor, if you oppress not the stranger and the fatherless and the widow and shed not innocent blood in this place, neither walk after other gods to your hurt. And that's another thing. I'm listening to a message today where I spoke on the subtlety of idolatry. Because the gods today are not made with wooden, wooden stone. The devil has created mental gods, emotional gods, ambitious gods. Anything that holds priority to God becomes a God. And the Lord says, then I will cause you to dwell in this a place in the land that I give to your fathers forever and ever. Behold, you trust in lying words that cannot profit. Uh, will you steal and commit adultery and swear falsely and burn incense unto Baal and walk after other gods whom you know not and come and stand before me in this house which is called by my name and say, we are delivered to do these abominations. It is strange and peculiar that in our day we follow the beast. We enjoy what the world and the beast offers and what we are claiming to be the body of Christ. It's not an amulet. The terminology body of Christ has become like an amulet, like a saying, like a password, uh, like something that justifies us and makes us feel okay. We gotta live to the demands of what the body of Christ demands. Amen. 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 May God help us. May these words that Brother John shared with us uh, reside in our hearts tonight. May God be with us. May God bless our service tomorrow. Pray with me, please. Father, we thank you, Lord, for tonight. This good night that we are in your house. Lord, we claim to be your children, Father, and Please help us to be your dear children. Help us, O oh God, that we might see you as our dear Heavenly Father. Help us to amend our ways, Father, that are contrary to what you want. And may you direct our lives as we move ahead, Father. In the name of Jesus, we ask it. And for his glory. Amen and amen and God bless you. Let's receive the regular offering just bring your offerings up